Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE podcast where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn. Welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely co-host, Miss Daphne Lynn. Hello, Daphne Lynn. Hello, Ashton Lewis. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Uh, excited about how another episode on the NDE world where we actually study and review uh, near-death experiences and really comment on the elements and break them down for those who have these kind of experience could maybe have a little bit more understanding about what they're experiencing. And we always let everybody know that every single NDE or near-death experience is individual. It is very specifically uh, to that individual. You Catered know. to the, the individual, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so how are you doing today, Daphne? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Just really uh, looking forward to the day. It, it's beautiful outside. The sun's shining after about a week or more of no sunshine. I'm ready to hit the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. You can definitely uh, hit it later or Put something. Put that on uh, the agenda for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It's really nice out there. It's beautiful. But like I say, every day is beautiful, regardless, regardless of, of the weather. weather. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this episode, it's going to be like our we, we call our Cocoa, um, Cocoa Chat. I think it is. Yeah, Cocoa Chat. I don't know. Well, that's just what we call it. But anyway, it's um, where we come in and we actually... Uh, go over different types of NDEs and things like that and comment on it. And this particular episode, we're going to go ahead and do that. And we always let everybody know that they do come from the NDERF, which is NDERF.org site. Uh, definitely go over there to get more information. Uh, those are real live experiences and they're documented and medically and scientifically and things. So definitely go over there and check that out. And don't forget, if you have had an NDE or if you know somebody that has had an NDE, Definitely contact us, and we would love to hear your story. Just go over to our website, nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. And send us an email, and we will definitely get back with you. We'd love to have you on our show. So and Exactly. I mean, I always got to throw in there, even if you haven't had an NDE or anything like that, but an actual extraordinary experience OBEs, I mean, anything yeah. that's extraordinary obe you know share those stories with us we love to hear this we, we don't think you're crazy we totally know and understand you know this this point of life you we know? don't think you're crazy we know you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> you fit right in with us we, we, we're not kind of crazy <laughs> but we know what it is yeah that's a good thing it's a good thing yeah, yeah. There's a good kind of crazy and there's a bad kind of crazy. We're yeah. all the good kind of it's crazy. It's all good. It's all good. But we'd That's love right. to hear you. So go over to nde.world and definitely contact us, guys. We'd love to have you on the show. 
So let's go ahead and play our first clip for the day and uh, see what kind of nuggets we can pull out of it. How's that sound, Nugs. Daphne? Let's get some nugs, baby. Let's do it. And we are rolling. He asked me if I knew that I was dead. I said, well, yes. I guess I know that I'm dead. I asked him, please tell me. When we, your children, come into existence, do we live just one time or do we live over and over? He said, it's like this he took me to the entrance of a hall. We stood and looked down this long hall and there were millions and millions of doorways leading off this hall. He made me aware that there were many choices available to me and that that choice was the very answer to the question I had asked. The choice was up to me. He made me understand that I could choose to stay where I was, that I could choose to walk down that hall and pick a door. He made me aware that picking a door would be my exit out of heaven and I would be born again out of the womb of some woman somewhere on earth. I asked him, but how do I know what door to pick? His reply was merely that the door that I picked is my choice. He could not reveal what that life would be like. It would be a mystery, I asked him, do we have to pick another door and live over and over? That in itself would be hell to me because what I had experienced, in large part, was very sad and distressful. He told me some people choose to go back again and again. He doesn't want them to. He wants them to stay with him, but he understands my feelings. He explained that when we choose to leave him he removes all memories of previous lives because he doesn't want us distressed. He means for life to be a good thing for all of us. He then reiterated all my choices and again infused me with his love. He then asked, now, why would you want to leave me? I don't remember responding. He asked, now, how do you feel about being dead? I said that it really didn't bother me that much, but that my only regret was that I hadn't had the chance to say goodbye to my parents. The poisoning caused distress, loss of hearing, loss of motor skills, and eventually, I slipped into blackness. I immediately descended as if in a speeding elevator car. My only sensation was that of being taken downward in total darkness, total silence. When the descent ended, I was in the deepest, darkest void I had ever experienced. Suddenly, everything became clear to me. I was dead. I had been created by God. God was a reality, but I was not with him. As it turned out, he was with me, but I did not know that yet. I tried to see but could not. I began to hear noise, and what I heard was extremely distressing and eventually unbearable. As the noise grew in intensity, I realized it was voices. The countless voices of many, many souls, saying nothing, only weeping and wailing. It was the most anguished, pathetic sound I had ever heard. With every passing moment, it grew until I imagined their numbers were in the millions. It was unbearable. I had to get out of this place. But how? I had no body and no voice. 
Finally, somewhere deep down in my spirit I screamed as hard as I could. I heard my own voice echoing on and on, God, help me. The next thing that happened was a gigantic hand came down and moved under me and lifted me out of that abyss, I was then taken up and up. The anguished voices faded and all was quiet. I saw again and realized I was passing up away from the earth. In moments, I had arrived at a certain destination and was confused. I was concerned about what had happened to me, that is, what had happened to my body. I found myself facing a group of people that I felt that I knew somehow. It seemed I had known them from a very long time ago. I knew they knew who I was. It seemed they loved me very much and were extremely happy to see me. I couldn't make out their faces, but I was sure I had known them and loved them somewhere, sometime. One of them seemed to be my grandmother, but try as I might I could not make out her face. The very next thing that I became aware of, amazingly, remarkably, astoundingly, was that once again I was in my old body without realizing I had made my choice. I chose to leave my all-loving, all-accepting Heavenly Father in order to come back and say goodbye to my parents. My God, what had I given up? I became so horrified, distressed, and depressed beyond words. But here I was again back in this world. I chose the life I mapped out for myself. It's exactly what I got, to say goodbye to my parents. And so the story goes. My dad died four years later. I'm still saying goodbye to my mom. I kept asking them, what about Kathy? I was so concerned about what had happened to me. The others told me not to worry about her, my body, my former self. They told me I was there with them and that was all that mattered. They told me I had to talk to him and pointed to a man who was off in the distance. I was immediately in his presence and we talked at length. I couldn't hear his voice, but his thoughts instantly transferred to my consciousness and mind to his. I remember asking him how I came to be here. He told me that he had created me, that it was his desire for me to be there with him. I told him this place was far too wonderful and I knew I had not done anything in my life to deserve being there in that beautiful place with him. Once again, he told me that he had created my spirit in the beginning and had always longed for me to be there with him. I insisted to him that I was undeserving of his love and that I didn't think I should be there. He began answering questions for me. He made me understand that he created me and that he loved me so very much. His spirit passed through my spirit with his incredible love. I came to realize that the love I had just experienced from my creator was unlike any love I had ever known on earth, even that of my grandmother, who loved me dearly. Her love could not compare with the love this father of mine had just revealed to me. I knew that he had the answers to all questions so I began to ask him things I had wondered about the most. Why is there evil? His reply, because there is good. I asked how anyone, being what they are, be permitted to exist in this home of God. 
He made me understand that he knew everything about me, that I was who I was because he himself had designed me to be exactly, precisely who I was, and that whatever I was I was still his creation, his child, and he loved me so very much. Very good, and we are back. That's a nice one. That's hybrid. A nice one. Yes, we definitely got a hybrid here in the pack. Um, and for those of you out there who don't know what a hybrid is, a hybrid is a Combo. kind of a combination, yes, uh, a combination in near-death experience where they experience joy, bliss, and things like that, but they also, dis uh, the distressing, or the D-N-D-E, -E, the distressing or distressed near-death experience as well. And uh, notice that she said the, the void Yes. She experienced the void and then the, the, the Total voices and all that stuff. And yeah, so, and, 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 and it seems to me from my memory, of course, it didn't guarantee everything because it is my memory, but <laughs> it seems that uh, the, the, the distressed near-death experiences, you know, will take you to those dark places, but you usually come out of that. And go back into the light. Some do, some don't, though. Okay, that's what it is. So some do and some don't. Okay. Right. Thank you for clarifying. So um, I like how she just, what I liked about this one is the questions, you know, yeah. that she was actually asking God or asking Source, you know, like, tell me, do we live just once or over and over? Yeah, that's reincarnation right there. I mean, um, I like the analogy yeah, that they use the, there as far as the hall. The that, yeah, that's where I was trying to go with it. Yeah. The, the many doorways down this one hallway. Like millions. Yeah. Millions. So, yeah. And that's actually a reference in the Remember book to what time is. Mm -hmm. So that, that's pretty interesting there. But uh, being born again over and over, you know, some people choose to go back. And some choose to stay with the source. Source, yeah. God, yeah. Uh, and I like to say that you pick the door. You pick a door, uh, exit out of heaven mm -hmm. into a womb of a woman. Yes. Did you catch that? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Let's 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 close in on that little section right there for a moment. And um, give me some feedback on that because think about it. Let me read it again. You pick a door to exit. And we know this is all metaphor and, and all, but uh, you exit out of that, out of heaven into a womb of a woman. Uh, how can you tie that in with a lot of the stuff we've been talking about, the pre-birth stuff? Well, it kind of just, you know, you picking it, you are, I guess that's all the different doorways there, you know, that you can choose once you go through that door, your soul contract, you know, is what it's kind of to me leading up to. But um, if you choose to go back and choose one of those doorways to go through, then the source takes your memories because he doesn't want you to be stressed. Right. So that's very interesting, you know, that, you know, he still cares about us so much that he, he don't want that over flood, over flooding our memories and all. But there are those that do remember their past lives. Um, uh, there's a Mateo guy that's, that remembers his past lives. That's all over YouTube. And there's many others that remember things of their past lives. Very good. Very good. So, now we're getting to the da 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 the distressed N D E total darkness. So everything was going good, and then all of a sudden, what happens? The void makes notice herself downward into total darkness into the void. And like we've talked about on previous uh, episodes, the void 
falls under the D NDE or the distress NDE yes. because it's just a, a mm -hmm. blackness. You know, there's yep. nothing there. It's not this the light and God and the beings and things like that. But it did notice that the guy said the guy was always there with them. That was my did next comment. That? Yes, that she she um, knew that he was there with her, but she didn't realize he was there with her. Um, and that in that void, in that place, uh, was very distressing. She heard weeping and uh, voices wailing that she finally determined was in the millions, that it was unbearable for her. Yep. And how was she going to get out? She said deep within her, you know, she let out a scream for God to help her. And at that moment, guess what? Help arrived. That giant hand reached in and and the voices started fading and she was uh, going past earth. And then it talks about there was beings that were extremely happy to see her. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know those beings, but she felt that she knew them. Right. She, they were known but so unknown one of to her. Might be grandmother or something yeah, like that. When yeah, when I was a grandmother. Uh -huh. Yeah. Could have been. Um, which kind of reminds me, we were talking about earlier. These, I was reading uh, a near death experience here recently, and it was brought out a really good point how you, how you, you may have been a, the grandmother, of the, how on the other side you, you recognize them as your grandmother, but that's the, the spirit of the grandmother, that same spirit could have been your sister in another life, or that same spirit could have been a it was like a brother in another life. In the reincarnation, you have the kind of, of the same people in yeah. your life as different characters. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Very fascinating. Very fascinating as well. So now what about the actually where it says of course, they chose to come back, and once they did that, after being in the the bliss world for a while, they became what horrified and that depressed that they chose this life, and you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's uh, what she said was horrified that she had left, and uh, I like the fact that she said that uh, he told her that he created her and longed for her to be there with him. She kept calling him the father of mine. This was, well, yeah, this was the other man, right? Or, or this was like after she said, after she called for God to help, and the hand reached down and pulled her up. Um, it's very, extremely happy to see her. Um, but it says that, um, that she talked to the man telepathically in conversation. Yeah. So I did notice that. Um, yeah, those instant downloads of knowledge and, and communication. Yeah, and then, then she asked him another question, which again, like I said, that's what I liked about this NDE. I, I like the ones that ask the questions because you can get those secret nuggets from the spirit world, and they're all the same. He, the spirit answers. That's why I know this is more real than satellite religion because religion has so many different different beliefs and different mm -hmm. dogmas and different ideas. But anyway, she asked this being, which she said it was a man, but she's you know telepathically in conversation, how I came to be there. And his desire, he said that it was his desire that he created her. Right. Uh, and she said it was she didn't deserve to be there. Right. Yep. And he said that he created her spirit from the beginning. And he created you because he loves you. 
Mm-hmm. And that she's loved no matter what. Yeah. So no matter what we have done on our life, according to these NDEs from Source crea- Creator, um, no matter what we have done, we are welcome there. Um, whereas religion teaches that you will be separate from Source, from the God that yeah. you know if you've done evil and done bad. So the, that's a, a beauty on this side of it is that, you know, we are all part of Source and, and He wants us back and we go back to Him, but without all the bad and negative. That, we have to go through the purge. I'll go back to it that is appearing as a Him. Right, right. I say him, but but you're I understand right. what you're, you're right. saying. The, the source, the spirit. So I like the question here. Um, why is there evil? It's because there's good. In other words, one can't exist without the other. But that's human construct on this side. Not so, but it was in ways that she, she could understand. That she could understand it, yeah. But it, it's it's really why is there evil? Because there is good. That's not a human construct. You're talking about life itself. You're talking even getting into the back into the principles of hermetics. You're talking about the Egyptian. Dualism. You're talking about, yeah. Um, Polarity. Yin and yang, yeah. Well, those exist. That's not the world that we've created as far as the black and white dualism. Right. These are things that exist in life that have to exist or, or nothing else would exist. Gets deep. It does. It really does. And you got to be willing to go there. I mean, to accept that. I mean, because we we have our BSs, our belief systems, belief systems that you know are ever changing. I mean, from what you believed as a child and as a teenager, you're going through phases of change. There's no reason to stop changing your belief systems. No, you. Yeah. No one is the solid way. I mean, always be willing to be open to. Growing, taking in that knowledge. That's right. That's right. Because there are things that you believe today that you may not have believed yesterday. And there are things tomorrow that you won't believe. It's going to be different than what you believe today, should I say. Exactly, yeah. The thing about beliefs are beliefs come and go. They change. They're not solid. They're they're nothing to stand or to, to base anything on. Exactly. It's just belief. It's just something you believe in. And you can believe something today, but that, that, that is no guarantee that you will believe that same thing tomorrow. And, you know, I love the, the point that um, all I, I have just one, one sentence on this wrote down, um, but there was more to the story. Maybe you picked up on and wrote down more than I did on it. But that the creator's spirit passed through, through her, her spirit. That's right. I did get that. Yeah. Um, it was a few sentences back, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't catch any more than that, but that was—I thought that was interesting—that the spirits passed with each other. Well, yeah, no, that maybe becoming one again. Yeah, his, his love or energy or spirit passed through her, so and that that she felt that love that they always explain that mm-hmm. unconditional only they explain it as God, you know. Okay, let's see. Looking at the clock, uh, we've we've got time for another one. Let's go ahead and do another one real quick here, and uh, we got it. Yeah, it's actually going to be a little bit shorter, so we we got plenty of time. Let's go ahead and bring another one in, and, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and check that out. How's it sound? Sounds good. Let's do it. 
Okay, and we are rolling. When I started having my heart attack, as I was lying in the floor unable to move, I was afraid because I knew I was dying and there wasn't a thing I could do about it. I won't bore you with the ride to the hospital and the treatments I received suffice to say I was overcome by the black veil of death. How ironic that's exactly what it is. After I realized I was on the other side and my fear subsided a little, I realized that I had made a painless transition because you no longer feel the weight or trappings of your body. I was in total darkness that had put my panic emotion in overdrive. As I slowly began to acclimatize myself to my surroundings, I could feel evil slithering and crawling in the darkness all around me. I had only one thought going on inside me that being that they are looking for me. I was terrified and started looking for the light I thought was supposed to be here. I moved around as slowly and silently as possible looking for the light. I noticed it was lighter in one direction and started to move that way when I felt extreme aggression emanating from the right of me. Fearful of moving towards the light and highlighting myself with the light I instead withdrew into the darker shadow and stayed still. As I lay there listening to the scuttling and scurrying of all the evil feelings in the darkness around me I tried to figure out what to do next, I knew if I moved from the amount of activity that was going on around me, that I would be discovered. I was at my wit's end when I said, God help me. Instantly everything around me went scurrying off in every direction and that was when I felt it. It is a feeling of perfect love and trust. A feeling so strong that it could be felt so far away that traveling at supersonic speeds it would take half an hour to get there. The closer it came the stronger the feeling became until this immense feeling totally engulfed me in ecstasy so intense as to be unimaginable for lack of better words, and lifted me by my elbows above the darkness and away we went, me being supported by two beings that felt better than a mother's breast to a newborn. I looked up at my benefactors and found that they were dressed in black gowns and had a screen over their faces that, if you looked closely, had a mirror-like substance that reflected your own image back at you. They were giving me reassurances through feelings and music that was like talking, only better than language. There is nothing to learn you can understand totally. They stopped before something I couldn't make out what as it seemed that when I looked past them everything was out of focus, one of them opened up what was as if a giant tobacco sack made of suede leather it was so soft. As she opened it, we all went inside and the sack closed over us. They then told me an immense amount of information in a gleaming. The gist of which is that this was my world and I controlled it and everything in it, I could bring anything I wanted into my world no limits. It was mine to do with as I wished. The only rule was that if I removed something it could never come back. They then instructed me to picture in my mind a place that I felt safe. I did and it developed right before my eyes. They then asked me if anything was wrong and I saw a couple of things that were and they instantly transformed, sort of like mercury rearranging until they were perfect then they left. I started to explore my new world from the comfort of my oversized recliner and was really relaxing when suddenly they told me I had to go back to the other world for a while. I voiced my objections, they firmly lifted me out of the pod, and away we went. I looked around as we were leaving as they said it was permitted of residence. 
I am unable to describe what I saw for lack of language to describe it. I wanted for a time after I got back to paint it but lacked the talent to do so. Anyway, I was taken to a place where I could see my body through a black veil and was shoved feet first through the top of my head back into my body. When I opened my eyes I was inside my body, it was in pain, and the doctor and a nurse were asking me if I knew where I was. The doctor told me that I may have some broken ribs and a dislocated shoulder, among other things, and that I was on a balloon pump and it looked like I was going to recover some of my memories and functions damaged by oxygen deprivation. I looked down at my chest and it was discolored and swollen to resemble a football under the skin on the right side of my chest. I was uncomfortable to say the least, I tried to move my right arm and heard this awful loud scream. I looked around, I was back behind the veil, love and truth were there, and they asked why I was back so soon. Then they laid what looked like a chrome flashlight on my chest. It played a colorful tone, my chest went down, and they asked if there was anything else I would like other than returning to my pod, as I like to call it. I said no and they told me it would be there waiting on me, and then I was back. And we are back. Interesting. Two hmm. hybrids back to back. Wow. Yeah. Um, this one started out with uh, more leaning a little bit more to uh, the distressed. Uh, I think he kind of started out with that. Would you like to comment on that? Talking about the, like the black veil of death. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a painless transition. It was painless. Yep. Yeah. And, and he talked about the weight and trappings of his body. No longer felt that. He no longer weight. felt that. So, uh, but immediately felt evil and darkness around him Um, and he started looking for the light was terrified looking for the light yeah yeah yeah. he he felt the an aggression extreme aggression yeah extreme aggression yeah um the evil and the darkness mm -hmm. and you see this in a lot of these when they are in that dark that when they finally ask for help help comes yes you know uh, so he finally said, God help me. And that's when he started feeling that perfect love and trust. Unimaginable trust and love. Total ecstasy engulfed in mm-hmm. love. <laughs> then uh, what about the two beings? In black gowns. There's another black, black instance. So, yeah, so I don't know. I mean. And I just mentioned earlier on the other one that, you know, I've, I've never, never heard, heard of, of it. Of yeah, and here's another one. So yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're more more often. I'll just kind of start listening more for them now that we're yeah, more aware of them. So be aware of it. Other beings um, in black, but um, what about their faces? Were like mirrors that reflected your face. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know. That's the first time I'm hearing that. So it, it's uh, very interesting. Uh, maybe it's reflecting our own thoughts and stuff. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I really don't know on that one. But I love the fact that they were reassuring. Yeah. Reassuring. And there was nothing to learn. Right. Wow. Because you already know everything. You already learned it. And the, the leather, the uh, suede leather sack, they, remember that the, the sack had closed in over them? They, yeah, they, he went into it and it closed over them. Um, and that this was a controlled world by him. Realized this world, yeah. Yeah. And he says, I did what I wish. Hmm. Yeah, I could create anything there. That's what he told him. He says, think of a think of a place that felt safe. 
And right. it says, explore new world. And, and from the comfort of his own recliner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty... Pretty awesome experience there. If if you get your own recliner there, man, I, that's that's a place to be. <laughs> yes, and what about any? They told him, "Well, you're gonna have to go back, buddy." And what what happened? The objection. Yeah. We're gonna have to. We're gonna name that part the objection because, or you know, yes. that is so common. You know, yes, the objection yes. that people do not want to come back to this world after getting a taste of the, mm. the blissful life. <laughs> now he he did mention something in this one that I caught that I have been hearing a lot of in in some of the stories is that he re-entered through the top of the head. Now, um, I've also heard sometimes that you go out of the top as well. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Is that is the entrance and exit point okay. for the spirit, um, and and that's what I've been hearing and reading. Um, uh, Nicole Kerr says that in her book and stuff. She she describes that entrance and exits through the top Crown of the head. Chakra, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I uh, love the. Uh, there was all love and truth there, and uh, he had to go back, but came back, and why are you here so soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like they said, words can't describe what he saw, and that's very common in all these as well. You, you you don't have the words in our English language or any language to describe anything on the other side, should I say. Yeah, you know, I, he, he mentioned a chrome flashlight being placed on his chest with music playing. Think about that. You know, this is this has got to be something specifically for him that he's going to relate to because to me that w- makes absolutely no sense why a why a chrome flashlight that played music for him it's something that he, that's needed. What he needed. Correct. That's and <laughs> so, that's the way it works. That's yeah. the beauty of it all. Yeah. Not exactly. like everybody has to follow the same thing and do the same thing. It's it's everybody is different. That's the beauty of it. But we're all one, but we're all different. Exactly, exactly. And he he said it, upon returning to his pod, um, that's yeah. the first time I've heard it re- the body related his to pod. is a pod. I hear avatar and you know yeah. the physical being and all, but I thought that was pretty cool. The uh, return to the pod. Return to the pod. Yeah, and yeah. and it's still it's just a nice metaphor uh, that he used to to let us know that you know that you are separate from your pod or your avatar or your body. You know, it's, exactly. it's something totally different. You know, we are greater than this physical being, and so many of us get trapped in this physical being is all there is. Right, and it's not. They don't realize that, you know, we are spirit, we are soul. And we keep going. And keep and going and going like the Energizer and Bunny. think about that. You know, and we're going to close on this thought because it's about time to wrap things up. Um, think about this. The life that you're living right now, you know, and, and, and 26 gazillion years from now, I mean, what is it going to be in the big picture? I mean, are you going to really even remember all these things or all these accomplishments or all these big things you did? No. No, crossover time. It's all about love. Yes. How much did you love? How much did you put out the love and, and, and love others and get loved and all that? It's what it's what it's all about. It really is. So yes. well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We are so grateful that you came out and hung out with us today on the NDE World Podcast. And don't forget to go over to nde.world. Uh, to contact us and let us know what your story is. If you've had any kind of -of out-of-body experience or any kind of special spiritual experience or any kind of near-death experience, or maybe you know somebody who has, definitely let us know. We'd love to hear your story.
Yes, we love to hear your guys' story. It just it, that just helps us all connect. So, That's right. Yeah, I look look forward to more uh, people contacting us. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, okay, perfect. So we love you all, and may peace be with you all. And then until next time, let your light shine. For more information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's nde.world. <laughs>